Episode 50, tell me where to turn. Uh, you guys tell me, are you supposed to run your sprinklers when it's pouring down rain outside? Here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing rain pouring from the sky and your rotary... I grew up in the landscape industry. Your rotary head's just out there spraying gallons and gallons of water right in the middle of a rainstorm. I see an affluent man who does not care about all the water <laughs> waste he is perpetrating on the world right now. Yeah, as the water's blown on your infinity parked out front, Dave. Yeah. Take hey. that, country of Chad. <laughs> Man, so arrogant, so uh, privileged. You know, I just forgot to turn it off, I guess. But what am I going to do now? I can't go outside and turn it off. Now, once it's started, I mean, when you start, you can't just stop like that. You're, Certainly. You're pretty, much, you're pretty much locked in. So we're going to so let the so sprinklers go. You have the Josh Hamilton of sprinkler systems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> once it starts... Yeah, all there's, we only, is, there's uh, only one way this ends, and it's going to be your sprinkler system jumping over a fence at Sherlock. Yeah, in a Sherlock stall. <laughs> Spraying water everywhere at Sherlock's. So like I mentioned, episode 50 of Tell Me Where to Turn. Um, man, it's a monumental episode. Would you introduce yourself? Who am I? Uh, you can always uh, reach me on Twitter at Glenn3 underscore 11. You can find me at Tommy2 underscore 0. And you can find me at point break underscore Dave. And of course, the show can be found at Where to Turn Pod. Where to Turn Pod on Twitter. I think I can officially say in this monumental episode that we've now had more technical problems in the first minute, minute than we've had in 49 other episodes. <laughs> How is that possible? Seriously, we've, we've recorded 49 <laughs> podcasts. Has we ever had the recording just abruptly stop in the middle of the podcast? Three times. No, I mean, I mean, it's never happened more than... I don't even think it's happened once, and it's happened twice. I think the only problem was when we used to do this on the phone, that somebody's phone would drop yeah, off. Yeah, but that's different, though. Happen. This is a... And your computer is conservatively 10 years younger than my computer. That is a nice computer. Thank you. It's the ultra-thin iMac. I like that one. You uh, can barely feel that it's there. The, the, wife, the wife picked it out. It's all, it's all on her. So what I was saying before our last. <laughs> yeah. That's why, that's why it's not white either. Um, so what I was saying before the last technical get difficulty is my you cord okay? here. Yeah, I'm fine. My cord here is not quite long enough. Not long enough off the tee, if you will. So if we want to just get right to it. Well, one of us is long off the tee, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of us is a member of a country club, too. Those things are probably not coincidences. So yes, we had a uh, we had a little uh, episode of Glenn gets to come visit Tommy at the country club breakout last week. It was pretty fun. I showed up in my Dale Earnhardt fishnet tank top and my cutoffs. Your Dale Earnhardt Junior Junior shirt. I was ready. Tom, Tommy acted like he didn't know you for a little while. A little bit. Now this is how big time Tommy was. Tommy didn't even show up till they were on about the third hole. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, were you so, were you sick while we were playing? I, I was. Um, I I I had a, I I've been battling some issues. Okay. <laughs> no. Wow, man. <laughs> no, I had. I have. I've had. If you listen I, back I, I to hold on, I didn't know AIDS caused stuttering. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> Do I'm need, trying do, to think how to frame this up properly. Do but we need to... If you listen back to episodes 48 and 49, you'll notice a lot of off-mic coughing being done by one Tommy. And um, at some point in the last 
week to 10 days that annoying cough kind of progressed from being an annoyance to a serious health concern. <laughs> but I'm happy to report that I um, had my follow-up chest x-ray this afternoon and everything's looking good. Follow-up chest x-ray is never a good... Yeah, not a Never good a good sign. I just didn't know if maybe we should have recorded last week, just the two of us, and just said pulled the Tim Richmond and said you were in some <laughs> mo- motorcycle accident when, you, when in fact you had stage four AIDS and you were in a hospital bed somewhere. Let me tell you something. If you, uh-oh. <coughs> oh, no. If you guys could have recorded last week, there would have been nobody more surprised than me. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we thought about figuring it out, but, but no, I'm sh- short thought. I, I'm, I'm fine. My, uh, my... I got some antibiotics and it seemed to do the it seemed to do the trick. I'm I've uh, I got one more day to go. I take a, a pill tomorrow morning and tomorrow night and then I'm I'm done and on the mend. But I do I did I did get an inhaler and I was going to bring it here so you guys could see it. Maybe do a puff during the uh, broadcast. Wow. But of course, Point Break Dave, who suddenly when it's the shoes on the other foot, acts like it's the biggest inconvenience in the world that I can't come work out in the morning. And this is the guy who had a staph infection, who broke a rib when a guy took him out at home play, who tore his bicep and was wearing pink tape around it. He forgets all these instances where he lays out for weeks at a time. And then I basically have pneumonia, and he's upset that I missed like a couple of days of working out. Let me know when it's my turn to cross-examine here. (laughs) The floor is yours. Okay. By all means. A, with the rib, the rib was bruised, not broken, and I did not miss a day. The bicep... It's a lie. The bicep was a legit injury, and it wasn't like I was skipping working out and then going and playing 18 like someone <laughs> named Tommy was doing. So you're saying if I showed you a chest x-ray that showed spots on it, you would call that not a legit... He only played 15. Oh, yeah. I didn't have the stamina to play 18. I think I did go hit on the range later. <laughs> No, actually, I didn't that day. I'm just going to say... I left that day. Much like so far this show, golf takes priority over other things, like working out. And all we have is golf talk all the time. (laughs) I think that's what the fans want. Let's go just a little more in-depth. Absolutely. As far as the golf round was concerned. You you were a member of a wonderful club. They were very welcoming to me, with the exception of... They apparently didn't want to provide any of their guests with water on a 95 degree day. Because so I don't either, understand what happened there because there's water on almost every other hole. None of the water fountains worked. And then we ran across like two different coolers um, that should have been filled with water and they were just empty. So it was just ta- they were just taunting the non-members. So uh, Dave, tell me what you think about this. So it is, it is a pretty warm day and we're playing in the afternoon. Um, they have the girl that goes by in the cart with beverages and, uh, she comes by and into our foursome and, uh, says, Hey, can I get you guys anything? And it's, uh, Gatorade, purple Gatorade. And Glenn says, can I just have a double bourbon and a cup, please? And this, this dude, 95 degrees outside drinks a double bourbon straight out of a cup for the next four or five holes. I like it. I, I like, like it. I like yeah. golf. <laughs> That's country club. <laughs> but I think what we need to talk about is is uh, how Glenn's round started to deteriorate. So it's it would have well, been was it after the double bourbon? Uh, not not directly after. Tommy only played fifteen holes with us because he showed up at hole four because he had work obligations. 
It's hard being uh, it's hard being the man. Yeah, Glenn should have just played 15 holes, meaning the first 15, and then just should have hung it up because things went horribly bad the last three About or four holes. 16. Have you found my pitching wedge yet? <laughs> so I was uh, standing on the green um, with another guy that was playing. And I hear this noise, and it kind of just sounds like a... And I was like, what is that? And I turn around, and I see a golf club bouncing off the top of the golf cart. And Glenn is standing 50 feet away from said golf cart. Yeah, I just Tom brady this thing after an unfortunate shot. And I was even impressed at myself that I made it over the golf cart. Does that uh, does the club come talk to you? No, man. What's your Mister Tommy? There was a your, guest on your membership. Once you pay your membership dues, you can do whatever you want, yeah. man. Now things went okay before that, but yeah, out of nowhere, I just completely fell apart. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Can we talk about my my putt? Yeah, yeah. Actually, How long was that putt? Do you think that was on hole number nine? And what I like about hole number nine is is it's when you're coming back up towards the clubhouse before you make the turn, and the uh, the club's restaurant is looking out over the screen. So I always, you know, you can't really see inside, but I always think when I'm playing on that green, yeah, people are probably watching yeah. this. It had to have been fifty feet. If you, hey, I'm going with that. I mean, Glenn puts his ball on the green about as far as you can be away from the hole. Okay, that's kind of a green. shot at me, but I was on the green. Hey, I think the fact that I said you put your ball on the green is, is a yeah. huge compliment if you'd have watched the rest of your round. And this was a putt for bogey. I was saving bogey here on a yeah. par four. Yeah, this was his fifth his fifth stroke on a par four. But, uh, yeah, so Glenn steps up to this putt and rolls it and – you know, you don't, it, you, that doesn't ever happen, and, and I'll be darned if that son of a bee hit go right. It just drained like straight middle. Just, just you, yeah, just buried it. Like, do you uh, celebrate a little oh, bit? Yeah, right. there was there was a some high fives exchanged. Right. Yeah, but it was a fifty foot putt for bogey. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the downside of it. Is like, but he did the Jordan Speed. He I threw saved the, a five. The rake no, we did an awkward chest bump where one of us was facing forward, and the other turned around in the air. It was, no. it was a little strange. You guys just stuck. <laughs> we just docked it right there. Honestly, the way the back nine went for you, that might have been the best thing that could have happened to you. Yeah. Right? I should have just quit after nine. Yeah. Got half my money back if they would if they would do that. But it was fun. And you know the uh, other gentleman that joined us that day that was also investigating the club, very close to becoming a member of said club. Oh, yeah? In fact, uh, went out and played with him again on July 4th. Uh, for uh, another free... It's weird. I didn't get an invite that yesterday. I thought I did invite you. <clears throat> no, but I I well, was you busy. A, you missed a very, a very good round. I was busy yesterday, and I'm going to go ahead. This transition to something else All relevant right. to the podcast. But let me get there first. Not- <laughs> so, that's, uh, that's what she said. Um, yeah. So I... If you'll notice, there is no family in this house right now other than me. Well, I haven't gone and checked every room yet. And I haven't checked the deep freeze in the garage. No. Um, So they left yesterday morning. So do I need to go check LeVar Arrington's house? (laughs) And then DeMarcus Ware. (laughs) And then Taco Taco Charles. Charles. (laughs) Um, So they left yesterday morning. I had a few hours of yard work and such to do, you know. And uh, yesterday from about noon until I went to bed at around 11, all I did was watch baseball on mute and catch up on Game of Thrones. 
Oh, all the way up? No, not all the way yet. Oh, We're about well, to many, finish. How many episodes does that represent being knocked out? Uh, I almost knocked out an entire season yesterday. And that's full hour-long episodes. Yeah. So I'm almost through season four. I'm going to try to catch up before. I've only got like ten days until it resumes. Yeah, I knew it was about to come back. But my point relevant to the podcast, completely non-Game of Thrones related. Thank you, because I was about to just go back to the doctor and get another x-ray. Is that I wouldn't have them give you pneumonia. <laughs> Can I get it back? Is I'll be caught up by mid by mid July when Game of Thrones starts, which means I'll need something else to start. Ah, oh. excellent. Which will be HBO's The Wire. Oh, <laughs> yes. So by episode fifty two, fifty three, maybe. Well, we're recording fifty one tomorrow, so well, I would pull hey, back the curtain a little bit. Too far. <laughs> But by 52 or 53... Do you have a a dog? I do have a dog. Okay, good. Then everything's fine. She's deaf, and you've been here like an hour, and she just now noticed that you were here. (laughs) So she's not very good security. So is she going to do this the rest of the show? No, let me go take care of this. But we've talked about several things we're going to review. Fast and the Furious, things like that. We're talking about The Wire. And it's going to start in about two or three episodes. I'm in. I'm in. All right, let me go take care of this dog situation. All right, well, good. I needed to talk to Dave about something Where's anyways. My <laughs> Dave, what would you think, just as a concept at some point, that you and I just took a shot at maybe like a hour-long wrestling-only podcast? I think that is a great idea because I've thought about doing that many times. So I had, I kind of had a, an idea, and I think – because I think both – you and I are just obsessed with something to wrestle with right now. An amazing podcast. Check it out. Bruce Pritchard, Conrad. Um, give them a look. Yeah. But what they do occasionally is they go back and review entire pay-per-views. Now, they, they, they have several different formats they do. They'll talk about the career of a wrestler or a specific pay-per-view. But I think we should pick one that we both watched growing up that they've oh, also like a reviewed. a golden era. Yeah, a okay. golden era one. And do and do about an hour on it, you know, with the knowledge that we get from them plus what we remember from the time. And uh, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and throw out the uh, 19, I believe, 92 Royal Rumble where Ric Flair came in third. That's a good one. I would love to uh, to maybe some point uh, do a special one-off on that. Everything okay out there, Glenn? She wouldn't comply, so I had to put her outside. <laughs> it's raining, and the sprinklers are on. <laughs> She's lucky. Lucky I didn't put her down. <laughs> So, interrupting our podcast so while you were uh 4th of july while you were uh watching game of thrones for 12 or 13 hours straight there was another event going on uh besides me uh playing golf at the club and uh, i don't know what dave was doing i don't really care but do you know what was going on in coney island oh yes hot dogs that's right. It was time for hot dogs. This is the first time in maybe the last five or six years that I have not placed a wager on this. Oh, no I kidding. Did, I completely forgot about it. And then I was like seeing the highlights. I was like, oh. Now, is Kobayashi still out? Is he still feuding? I think, yeah. I think he's on outs with the competitive eating, whatever their league Yeah, and that's called. been going on for a while. Yeah. But who is, I mean, not to put you on the spot, but who's the man? Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, that's right. So I uh, returned to work today after uh, the July 4th holiday and was having a conversation with some coworkers. And one of them mentioned that said, hey, did you know someone else in the office used to date Joey Chestnut? 
Wow. Yes. And I immediately <laughs> perked up because I knew we were going to be here together tonight and I had lots of questions. So I said, uh, I sent the lady an email later. I said, listen, I said, I know this is going to sound weird, but I've got a few questions I've really got to know the answer to. Uh, and what, first one was, would Joey Cheston ever live in Dallas? And the answer is no. I was going to say, I didn't think but he was local. he kind of had uh, the way that he was traveling around for competitive eating, I guess. He kind of was able to maintain a relationship with this lady for a while. They even briefly cohabitated, uh, or at least, I guess he cohabitated with her while she was in Dallas. And much to my delight, the reason that the relationship was not going on is, well, one, she cited that she couldn't handle his lifestyle anymore and two yes i would think the professional eating would be the, a good would be a the plus aftermath of what she had to deal with cohabitating while he was quote in training for events oh just yes. all the wieners no uh more the uh wieners coming back through after, oh. after a training episode oh like Fully processed or like bulimia type? Like you couldn't go near like half of the house. Uh, oh, screw that. When he was taking care of uh, how much money? How much money does he make a not year? Not enough. Like, well, like he make just from, because he's done a few I think for the first time stuff. ever here, I'm going to go to Junior's favorite website and see. Uh, but I think in general, those guys don't get much at all. I would guess it's the very top, very top heavy. Good, yeah. I think that's like the one that's and it. only... The one well, what's only. funny is like if you look into that, there's like records for everything. There's yeah, like oysters yeah. are like just terrible. Green stuff. peas, yeah, tangerines. Did you, just name off food <laughs> at this point. Do you know? Have you ever have you ever read anything about it? Do you know what a Roman event is, Tommy? <laughs> Sounds like a Houston crosswalk. Does it have to do? <laughs> does it have to do with nudity? No, apparently. In the very stringent rules of competitive eating, um, you can... Do you think that phrase was going to be <laughs> said tonight? No. Obviously, if you uh, throw up, you're out. Okay. A Roman event is where you throw up... But and you it, have to eat it? It doesn't come out of your mouth, so then you put it back down and keep going. And mastering the Roman event is a big part of their... I don't even know what to say. I don't know but either. would you guys care to guess the net worth of one Joey Chestnut? I have a feeling I'm going to... 1.3. Way underestimate. I'm, I'm going to say 3 million. You're both over. We are. <laughs> oh, I'm, no. glad, I'm glad that I'm over. His estimated net worth, according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, the website that future billionaires read daily. <laughs> Obviously. $800,000. Oh. Man, he couldn't even join the country club. <laughs> Glenn, take up a collection for him. <laughs> Start a GoFundMe. Wow. going to say. Putting 10% of my DraftKings money towards the Chestnut Fund. <laughs> Do you guys get GoFundMe requests often? Like, I got... Like directly sent. Like to I me? got one texted for me from a no. guy like I knew in high school, but I haven't talked no. to in like really? seven, eight years. Yeah, I've the only ones I've been involved with have been orchestrated through work and were pretty legitimized as far as the person actually needing the help. It wasn't like GoFundMe because I want to take a vacation to yeah, no one Hawaii or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever sent me one. 
I've seen some via Twitter when it's like a funeral mm-hmm. or like somebody's medical expenses yeah. and they don't have insurance, you know, whatever. But no, not not like we really want to go to Mazatlan <laughs> and we need five grand. But this one, I it was something medical, and I've. I don't know. I always feel bad, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know this person. I barely know the person that's sending it to me. Yeah, and you don't right. have any money, so... There's that. <laughs> yeah. Dependent... Well, I'm not going to have any after DeGrom. That whole game got postponed. Yeah, are you guys going to be okay about this? I have him in every lineup tonight. Every single lineup. If I'm not drinking through my paycheck right now, I'm Jacob DeGromming <laughs> through it. As the rain in D.C. has betrayed me. God, why have you done this to me? They probably just had the sprinkler on. <laughs> probably so. I'm so so tilted by that right now. I'm distracted from, from everything else. But speaking of gambling and DraftKings, Tommy, you had an interaction with DraftKings staff recently. I did. And this was a tricky interaction because I didn't want to come off as sounding like a racist. <laughs> Always hard, but <laughs> how did you get there? I noticed uh, a little bug with the DraftKings app. So they they had an update about a week ago, and they tweaked the interface. Some of you guys noticed that, like the, uh, yeah. the little green red marks that show you if a guy's starting or benched. Like I'm still getting a little bit used to it, but. Um, but one of the things I think that happened is the, uh, I guess the logic that runs their player search uh, changed. I don't think they, this is what concerns me about DraftKings because, you know, you read all these articles that they're, you know, on financial hard times and that the CEO's blown through all their venture capital money on sponsoring horses in the Kentucky Derby and parties at Alcatraz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He rented out Alcatraz, but then didn't want it to look like a prison, so he hired some interior decorators to change everything. It's very strange, but uh, but no. So so I realized that uh, so any any Latin player that has the uh, I don't know what the correct term is. I just call it the accent mark. It's an accent mark. Yeah. I think that's so accurate. like Adrian Beltre. Like the the proper spelling of his name is B, and then the E with the accent mark over it. Well. If I wanted to search, uh, so I need to put a third baseman in DraftKings, I, before this, I would start like type in B-E-L-T, and then it would search to Adrian Beltre and then Brandon Belt, I guess, if he was eligible at third. And Whoa. How would Brandon Belt ever be eligible at third? Is he not? He's a first baseman. I thought he played both corners. Am I wrong here? First baseman outfield. All right. Well, we'll, we'll argue that after I have a Roman incident. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, I noticed it would stop coming up, so I typed in B-E-L-T, and I'd have no results. And uh, and there's a lot of other guys, uh, Carlos ran... Gomez, uh, people. Um, so I, I pretty quickly was able to, to deduce that any name, as soon as you got to the vowel that had the, or the letter that had the accent mark over it, it killed the search. I had the exact same problem. So I took to Twitter and uh, tweeted at DraftKings Support. Did you mention that... 90% of their players have accent marks. Listen, I had a whole routine drawn up. Did you like, mention that you had a podcast? Pretty much. Like, well, any player that you're going to actually want to play is probably going to have an accent mark. True. Yeah. I mean, Craig Gentry doesn't have an accent mark, but I haven't been searching for him lately. No. Although I did see him get in the game last night. I saw him at the Perot Museum a few months back. Whoa. You, you talked about that on the podcast. I know. I didn't talk to him. I regret it now. 
no, yeah. So I sent a I sent a uh, a tweet at their support, and they immediately, uh, immediately slipped into my DMs, and I wrote back, and I hey, no. <laughs> feel like I explained it pretty well. I said, hey, uh, if a player has an accent mark in their name, uh, you can't search for them. And they wrote back, and they said, we don't understand. Can you send us screenshots of what you did. So yeah, sure enough, I used Beltray's the example. I typed in B-E-L-T, showed him a screenshot, no results, then backed it up to where there was just a B, scrolled down, found Beltray and said, look, you know, he's eligible for this slate of games, but he's not showing up. And the, they wrote back and they said, wow, you're absolutely right. Um, we're going to get with our software engineers. We'll be fixing that in an update to come. How can they not have known? How do they not know that? So I think like, this that's is... their only job is to do that product and they can't, they don't understand that that happened? Maybe this isn't on them. It's on, well, it's partially on them, but it's also on thousands and thousands of users who just see that the search doesn't bring up the players with the accent marks and just says, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. They're on the other side of Corpus Christi anyway. Let's not worry about them. We. We're problem solvers. Exactly. So those are people that just play Dustin Pedroia every day. Uh, that's well, the that's only a good real, point. The only real yeah. ball player left. They're only looking at the, the players with the lunch pails <laughs> symbol next to their names. But it, this... Uh, Not the sombrero. And basically DraftKings changing to needing the accent mark is the only way I would ever figure this out. But if you press down on the E and your keyboard on the iPhone, you can get the accent mark. Well. I didn't even know that. And you know what's funny is I was switching. Sounds like a lot of effort, though. I was it switching really between all the things. Yeah. But it, here's what here's what I, here's what they wrote back to me. It said, hi, Tommy. <laughs> so I wrote back and said, hi. No, thanks for your patience. Here's and, a pick. And for following up with us with that info. We will be investigating this and looking for a resolution over the coming days. For now, if you could please use the full player list to find your players in the app, or this is my favorite part. This is when you know things have gone horribly wrong. Or you may just use the mobile browser in full site as a workaround. So they're basically oh saying, my God. our app sucks so bad, just go to, the, go to the website on your phone instead of using the app. Oh, as this issue is not uh, affecting those platforms, thanks again for the information, and we will follow up with you once we have a resolution. And then it says, thanks again, again. <laughs> they said thanks again three times. Yeah, that's Bangladesh <laughs> talking to you. That was Google Translate spitting that one back in my right. face. By the way, having it recognize like, you know, English characters and substituting is so incredibly easy right. from an app development standpoint. Like the fact that they didn't read your email and an hour later it was fixed is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, this is very low rent on their part. Yes, I agree. I agree. Very Did you tell them you were gold status? Hey, I am gold status. I am too. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of gold status, do you know where Tommy and I will be in just three more sleeps? Three short days. It has to be Las Vegas. It is Las Vegas. Oh, sweet Las Vegas. I've not been there in almost a decade. That can't be true. 2010. You need to reevaluate your entire life. <laughs> you want to talk about double bourbon, double bourbon with on ice. That's just the beginning if I enter Las Vegas again. Every couple of weeks, I still get emails. 
They've dropped me off. Oh, the Baltimore horseshoe. I'm done. And it cracks me up every time. I, go, I just start laughing. They probably like, dropped oh. you off because they saw they saw us dragging you out of there. Yeah, they don't want me back there. I yeah. thought you meant Vegas. I was like, I used to get emails and stuff from Vegas like, here's a deal. Come back and stay at Bally's for $60 a night. But I haven't been there in so long that I don't get that stuff horseshoe anymore. Horseshoe Baltimore gets, gets me too. Believe me. They don't have the surveillance footage. <laughs> Somewhere. You know that we have a lot of video and audio that night that we may need to revisit on a, a subsequent episode once the statute of limitations is passed. You know, I deleted all of that for my for my devices. Well, I didn't. I know that. <laughs> and that could be held Mine, against me yeah. in a court of law <laughs> one day. Mine may be saved up in a cloud somewhere for <sighs> safekeeping. It probably wouldn't be that hard to find Maurice and get him to call in on the show. Honestly, yeah, we could probably call that casino, get connected to the bar, get a number from Maurice. He would do it. Hey, remember remember the Texas Notre Dame game? There was a guy there. That's all he would need. That's all it would take. Wow. Oh goodness. Well point break Dave and I embraced in a in a significant hug at the end of that at the end of that I, game. I was there. I think yeah. there's also a video of that. There is. It was meaningful. It was, and I was celebrating. But I also couched it the next day with, uh, that was great, but that was basically a Texas team that was a 6-6 six and six team that will now just go 7-5. and five. And Boy, was I wrong that they went 5-7. <laughs> <and seven. laughs> but hey, at least you never went on the record of uh, calling for a BCS uh, no. title game or anything like no, that. No, you never heard... Texas is back from this is, guy. Is BCS title game like a dated reference, by the way? Should I have said... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know. Final Four, Championship Four. College football playoff. I, who knows these days? It doesn't matter. No, I believe I believe you. The, your exact words the next day were... That's this is not true. Don't get too excited. Things are going to go horribly wrong. They're going to fire Charlie Strong and replace him with some alcoholic from Houston. I don't know if he's an alcoholic. <laughs> Oh, I'm. I don't know either. That's what you said the next day. That's what you said no. to me. No, he's not an alcoholic. <laughs> right after you called asking for help, <laughs> I didn't call. I texted. I was a little concerned about myself. I thought I made a might need a little help. <laughs> it's kind of how I felt last Wednesday when uh, I got no support from Point Break Dave when I told him I wasn't coming to the gym. Man, it's so. You're ridiculous in your golf habit. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna get worked up about like it. Like my tan? What are you? What are you doing? Why is your foot on my table? You like that? I will say this. That's the, that's the foot of a man who plays a lot of golf. I will say this though. Oh, get that! Is that oh that's my God. disgusting. Get that. Point Break Dave is showing us his leg. Get it's dead thing riddled with sores and just get that thing. All kinds of stuff. The plague. Uh, Tommy is committed to his craft of golf. He, and he is, and he's pretty good. Tommy, uh, Tommy's not, gonna be Tommy's gonna be real good by the end of the year. Yeah, like he's really jumped it. Like you talk about, okay, I want to you know play the guitar, I want to play the drums, I want to do this or whatever. You put in your ten thousand hours, like he's on his way. Like I could see in Putting in the reps in twenty nineteen. This guy's shooting an eighty out there at the country club. I could see that. Happen. I could see that. So basically, Tommy over the last few years has been working on his 10,000 hours just away from his family. <laughs> and now he's just joined that onto an actual game. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, we're working on our 10,000 hours of podcasts. <laughs> Boy, there's so, no way yeah, we make so, 10,000 yeah, which, which will happen first? We will, we will uh, record a really good podcast or I'll shoot 80. I'm going with the 80. <laughs> we're going to go with neither. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. What's our third option? Oh, man. So speaking of spending time away from the family, I did something very out of character for me. I took my wife out on a date last night. Called a babysitter. You should always date your wife. You, that's what you told me. That's you put first time we ever met. You um, put your hand true. on my shoulder and you said, I pinned him against the wall. <laughs> Tommy, listen. he was facing the wall. <laughs> then you handed him a book that said, authored by Dr. James Dobson. Yeah. Said, Tommy, don't ever forget, you need to date your spouse. No, I paid a paid a baby babysitter. We went. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what they have there. I don't know. Roman went had uh, <laughs> you don't you don't want that. Went, went had dinner at a nice restaurant, Masaro. Have you ever heard of that? No. Over uh, overlooks Prestonwood Country Club, a club that I actually could play on for free. If it doesn't end in like King or Oatley, I've never heard of it. <laughs> what about Nchos? <laughs> No doubt. By the way, somebody, not anybody here, but somebody that we're all friends with had a really great tweet about ponchos this week. Yeah, oh, that yeah, that a, guy's funny. That guy's hilarious. Yeah, we that need was to a get good him one. on the show. That was a good one. He has lots of friends. But I, don't I uh, know what that means. Oh, by the way, quick sidebar before I tell you about the rest of my date. <laughs> that guy, Mr. Ponchos, is the reason that we ended up in a uncomfortable situation this week about podcast awareness. So, whoa, he needs to be a little more careful and discreet. How so? The uh, trail back to at where to turn pod was started with that individual's Twitter account, and the dots were very quickly connected. <laughs> <laughs> well, some secrets aren't really secret. They are for me, man. Oh, I'm okay. a very, very, very important figure in the community. I cannot have this podcast hanging over me. But I went to see a movie that I, um, I've heard a lot about, and this is not a genre of movie that I typically like. I do not like comic book movies. I liked a couple of the uh, Christopher Nolan Batmans, but I'm not a Captain America guy. I'm not an Avengers guy. You didn't like the first Iron Man? I did like the first Iron Man, yeah. All right. But but um, that genre is pretty doesn't do a lot for me. But I'd heard enough people say, "Hey, got to give Wonder Woman a shot," and I did. And you know what? You got a what? <laughs> pretty good little movie. Really? Pretty good little movie. I consider myself to be over superheroed. Like, well, no, I do too. That's that's why I had originally when I saw this was even. Uh, even going to be released it wasn't it didn't do anything for me until i really heard a lot of good word of mouth did you do the research i told you to do on this i did some of the research online how'd you feel about that i I mean pretty strong to quite strong which it also led me to i need to research the original wonder woman as well who linda carter yeah kidding me really linda carter is yeah is the goat in this conversation I i need to check that out then you know, the rain is falling even more fierce outside. I've seen some pretty legit lightning out there. I fear too. what's going on in Arlington right now. And I fear my current checking account if it's <laughs> raining in D.C. and in Arlington right now. 
<laughs> okay, back to Wonder Woman. No, so uh, Dave, have you seen this? I have seen this. So did you did you similarly enjoy the film? Yeah, I thought it was good. So I thought the uh, the here's what I thought. I thought the first probably eighty percent of the movie was fantastic. The backstory, the how Wonder Woman came to be, the big fight at the end. I could have done with that. No, no, go ahead. You had a came joke, please. No, I, I saw you light up. No, you're good. Go ahead with your movie unofficial movie review. Yeah, the uh, the fight at the end, I could have done with that. The thing that I don't like about any of those superhero movies is, when, especially like Transformers, when you have these the Transformer movies, when are you ridiculous. have these fights between two indestructible entities, they're just so stupid because it's just a big, just C- a bunch of buildings it's being a big CGI blown apart, yeah. where, where nothing's accomplished. You know, it's kind of like goes on here when the wife's away. So a lot of work, nothing. <laughs> Nothing produced. Quick sidebar. You know the actress. Gal Gadot? Yes. Or Godot? Her name is not Godot. I don't know. So culturally insensitive. So, do you know her backstory at all? No. If she doesn't have an accent in her, la- in her name, so you can find her well, on DraftKings. She Draft has a Kings. pretty legit accent. Tell me if this is, this is a solid choice for Wonder Woman. Crowned Miss Israel in 2004. Okay. Mazel tov. Very attractive woman. Also, um, served two years as a soldier. I think you ha- you have to. Yeah, I think that's true. I think yeah. in Israel you do. But that's, that's And I always solid. wonder about that. Like, you have to serve two years, but everybody has to do it. So, when, like, you roll in there and you're just some... Not that she was. Young Glenn is not taking it seriously. But you're some spare who doesn't take anything seriously, has never made his bed in his life. Well, they're going to make a man out of you, clearly. Do they do that? Or are they like, let's just have this guy clean out the the silver box in the female bathroom? The box of tamps. Um, next question. It's it really ap- lightning out there. It appears that she... Scared. ...was in at least... Four of the Fast and Furious movies. Well. You know what else? When she was filming Wonder Woman, she was with child. Really? Yes, the woman that I took on that date last night told me that. Is also with child. (laughs) Guys, listen. There's two two cards here. One's pink and one's blue. She's going to do this gender reveal right now. (laughs) No, she told me that they had to CGI out her... Pregnancy elements. <laughs> <laughs> Which were what? Like, she didn't have a towel? Or... No, she told me they had to, they had to CGI out some of the... Because uh, she kind of had a bump. Rotund belly, yeah. I have no problem. I have no problem if they would have kept it in there. In fact, it would have empowered Wonder Woman even more. <laughs> like, if when she was running across the... The neutral zone there with her shield, and then she just had the baby. Like, and she just vomited just everywhere. The baby just shot out, and she just kept going. That would have made it better. Defecated too. I don't know. That, sometimes that happens. It does. Wow. That's what I've heard. So speaking of CGI stuff, I <laughs> have a friend that that's actually his job. He, if you. Uh, I have many, many movies I go to see. I have to stay through the credits to get pictures of his name in the credits. But he, when That's they're... Really game cool. of bones. <laughs> in between when his company's working on big projects, 
part of what they do is for like uh i guess tv and like airplane versions of movies they'll go in and cgi out nudity and he'll like he'll tell me he's like oh yeah i'm working on some movie and he's basically going in there like covering up with what like just they they'll emojis put, they'll put no they'll put underwear on them and like just full just a nice classic towel so they film the scene nude yeah why they just decide because well, they I need mean, to the get theatrical movie is nude but then if they want to show it on tv oh and it's... i got you i yeah. got you i got you or if they want to go from like r to pg-13 yeah well i think usually if they're doing this if they're changing the actual release version they probably just reshoot it but for you know so cutting it up edited versions they'll just go in and put it in and post so if he had to, if he had to cgi repair any given sunday <laughs> would he just have to use like a <laughs> <laughs> There's just like a small tree in front of the guy. <laughs> and, oh, man. No, there's no. Hey, that reminds me. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Miko Grimes, I think that's her name. Oh, is that the the cake, wife of the Brent Brent writer? Grimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, cake lady was on Twitter uh, trying to diffuse the rumor. You, we've all seen the Serge Ibaka gray sweatpants pic oh, before. Yes, that that was not real. Really, and she went on like this huge rant. Ironically, huge rant <laughs> um, as to how that was fake and photoshopped or whatever. Really, yeah, and seemed like to really have an agenda about it. And she knew someone who gave her firsthand knowledge that the whole thing was made up. So, so she knew the person that did the Photoshop. No, because I'd like to learn how to do that. <laughs> but I she knew the person. I get my like golf vanity picks done and just have like a snake <laughs> hanging down the lane. She knew someone who had experienced the gray sweatpants firsthand, <laughs> and would say, "As that's fine. At least the game's playing. Yeah, the game's being played." Um, as she said, someone would testify that it was more, I was dealing with a nail rather than a hammer. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow, I, I need to, can you, uh, can you provide the documentation to that? Because I would love to, uh, I'd love to know a little bit more about that story. We'll talk offline about that. I don't want to believe it because I want I to believe in the legend of Serge Ibaka. Well, I've seen the picture. I believe. Our entire podcast is built <laughs> around that. We can't have that not be real. Yeah, it's built around Serge Ibaka and 40-yard dashes. That's and Amon Schumper. <laughs> yeah. It was a tremendous spare. <laughs> That's okay. So I have something I wanted to bring up. Well, good. I have no idea what time we're at because the time says 1290. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, I think that means that uh, I need to do this. It's beats per minute. Oh, you have the mouse? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no, no, we're fine. We're fine. Wheel of Death. Yeah. So oh, okay. So here we are. 10, 15 minutes left. Um, so I have something. And it's for... I'm going to direct it towards Dave, but it could involve all of us. That's okay. So I was looking... Uh, Scrolling through the Twitter feed today, and I ran across something that was posted regarding the 
like the minimal standards for Navy SEALs. Okay. So Dave, he's run a half marathon as part of a as part of a wager. He has down busy city streets. Right. So I thought about this and I researched it a little further and I found out maybe I should challenge Point Break Dave to the to the Navy SEALs standards for entry. Okay. Okay. So you ready for this? Are we gonna right. do it now? Yeah. Let me uh, just pull out phone number two. Enter passcode. 6969. Yep. 6969. Nice. And so here we are. Oh, here we go. So here's what you have to do. See if you're up for this. If we do it, are we automatically Navy SEAL? <laughs> yes. Okay. And you get you know, a tour in somewhere. You know, Afghanistan or Cozumel, wherever they send soldiers wow, these days. Easy here. It's July 5th. Or one day passed. I don't have to respect it anymore. Wow. Edit, edit that part out. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the first part is uh, a 500-yard swim in 12 and a half minutes. I'm already done. <laughs> no, Dave, that's, Dave can't swim. No, that's basically an Olympic-sized swimming pool that's down and back four times and then down again once. So basically oh, nine. Really? I thought that was ten. Aren't those only fifty? How? Hold they're on, what fifty. Was the they're fifty meters. And it was five hundred. It's five hundred yards. Oh, five hundred and it's fifty meters. Right. Screw the metric system. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's what's happening. <laughs> so you have to do that. In tw- this is the minimum standards. Okay. This is what we're going by. Twelve and a half minutes, and you you do all these back to back. Oh, it's all like you can't do that, and then like a week later. It's <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, well, wait a minute. So five hundred yard swim in twelve and a half minutes. 50 push-ups in two minutes. Okay. 50 curl-ups in like two minutes. I think so. Okay. Curl-up? It seems like they're overcomplicating things here. I haven't Googled I, I think that's curl-up. Sit up while you're doing a curl. No, no I, I think it's just sit no up. curls in this at all. No. It's sit-ups. Yeah. Has it been well established that the curl is a completely vanity exercise? Uh, it's pure Addison. That's all yeah. it has to do with. Yeah. If you make 37000 but you drive a BMW, that's what curls are for. Okay. Whoa. I drive a truck, by the way. <laughs> okay, so 500-yard swim, 12 and a half minutes, 50 push-ups in two minutes, 50 curl-ups, or we'll say sit-ups okay. in two minutes, 10 pull-ups in two minutes, and then a mile-and-a-half run in 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Do you think, and if I gave you, let's say I gave you... Ten, s- did you say 10 pull-ups in two, two minutes? minutes? Yeah. That doesn't seem hard. No. But you've already you've already swam 500 yards and then done 50 push-ups and yeah. 50 sit-ups. Yeah. And it's like, a we're not doing like some crazy where you're like, you have your hands down by your knees. Like you're pulling all the way up where you're... Uh, I think it's just like a normal pull-up over yeah. your chin over the bar. You know what? If I'm judging this, I'm not going to make you lock your elbows out. Is it a out. CrossFit sissy? No, you're not. Okay, you're, you're not doing the CrossFit. Use all swing, your momentum, swing. swing back and forth. Okay. No, that won't defeat ISIS. Okay. <laughs> we need ISIS defeating pull-ups. I think pull we covered ups. that very early. Yeah. But yes, you're right. We need ISIS defeating pull-ups, but I'm not. I'm not going to make you dislocate your elbow by locking it out. You, I'll tell you this. I feel like the fifty sit-ups. And given you'll be tired, but I think the ten pull-ups, I don't the think mile, the... I think those are all doable. Let me I just think say it's this: swim and I don't know. I've never tried to do 
50 push-ups like in a first time. How much time did you have in for 50? Two minutes. Let me just say this. Well, I'm not an efficient swimmer. That's my problem <laughs> in this. I, I can swim. I'm not going to drown. But I use far too much energy swimming, you know, say 50 meters in a pool. How, how much time did you have? You have 12 and a half minutes. So that gives five you... Five lengths. Uh, four and a half. So whatever that that's... Is that that's, but that's two, two and a half. half? You're in the middle of the pool. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> four times back and forth, and then one time back down. You're, you're not in the middle, and you're in the middle of the pool. I'm like, all right, we'll do your 50 push-ups at the bottom of the pool. Maybe no, okay. no, that's not what we're talking about. I would definitely the swimming would be my undoing in that. I think we have to try it though. You know, the Plano Aquatic Center has the uh, correct length pool. Can I get in there? I'm not a member. And no, I don't, don't live in Plano. You just show up? No, no. you know what they have? You know what? Actually, the pool, the country club's Olympic size, too. With lanes. it is. <laughs> I could get you guys they, in there. Do they have a gym? They do not have a gym. But you guys could do the push-ups on the putting green. Well, yeah. I mean, the push-ups... And the <laughs> why, would, why would we have to do it on the green? <laughs> just thinking, I like that idea. Just like, brainstorming here. I mean, Taking the card out to number 14 and just knocking out 50 push-ups. <laughs> Well, some seventy-year-old hey, okay? privileged white guys, like, what is going on? <laughs> wow, these guys are just swimming like crazy. Do we get to train? Well, I was gonna say, like, how much time would you need? Thirty days, sixty yeah, days? Yeah, thirty days. I think just get in the pool a few times. That's where I would, and these are the minimum standards. Oh, to if get this in. is gonna be done, it has to be done with minimal training, or it's not funny. Thirty days. That's too days. long. I'm thinking one week. No. Because I'll join you on this. All right. I'll join you It'll on this. It'll be funny, like, because we'll be competing against each other and not just the... Uh... Man, I... Like I said, I can swim, but I wonder if 500 yards, if I will drown. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have lifeguards at the country club. That's true. Do they save you or do they just start... <laughs> you have to throw money at them. <laughs> I'll say this. They gotta to ask for your member number before they start CPR. But let me, I'll say this: if I get through the swimming, the push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups, I'm just gonna be laughing at you for six minutes after wow. after I finish it in like one. I think you're underrating. Come at me. I think you're. I think you're underrating how hard the push-ups will be. Fifty after swimming that far. Yeah. I'll, I'll warn you this. I'm the lightest I've been in like uh, five or six years. So I'm ready to do some push-ups and pull-ups. I bet you that the scale after the uh, MRSA incident would disagree Ooh, with boy, that. the MRSA was bad. I was really You know, light. speaking of that, do you ever notice at the gym, like you'll weigh yourself on the same scale and it'll give you like drastically different results from day to day? I never weigh myself at the gym, but my trash home scale, like I'll step on it, it'll give me, and then like I'll, Step on it 12 seconds later, and it's like a pound yeah. and a half different. Like I, yesterday morning, I weigh myself at the gym. Yeah. And what's looking back at me is 210 pounds, which is the most I've ever weighed. And then some NO2 exploded inside of you and you went down to 205? No, well, almost. <laughs> and I was scared to death, like, oh my God. 
Now it all makes sense why my cholesterol is so high. <laughs> my cholesterol's high. I'm almost 40, and now I'm fat. Yeah. And then you put down the Jack in the Box taco <laughs> and weighed yourself again. 24 hours later, all I did all day, I went to work out, but all I did all day was, I guess, mow the yard and Watch was Game outside and sweat, sweat a little bit. Watched Game of Thrones for 10 hours. Got up the next morning, went to the gym. Same scale. It's in the same place. 204 and a half. <laughs> I lost five and a half pounds in one day. You immediately, we need to create like a clickbait article. It's like, you mow your lawn, watch 10 hours of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Guaranteed weight Guaranteed loss. Guaranteed six, six pound weight loss. Lose, lose 15% of your weight within 30 days. I think you probably were the victim of a scale malfunction. Maybe so. Now, does your gym have the, uh, the scale where you move the weight slider or is it digital? No, it's the, it's the real it's, deal. It's, it's the abacus scale. See, that's more likely to be accurate, though. I know. Those, that's what scared me. Those digital ones, I kind of question their validity. But the- So after the 210 weigh-in, I was very much like, man, I really got to think about what I'm eating. Get back into 5K Glenn mode. Maybe so. Back into 2015 5K Glenn mode. And through the day, I was like, you know, we're just going to drink a lot of water. Got some vegetables and fruit in here. Maybe some grilled chicken. Man, this guy. And then as I'm watching Game of Thrones, I'm also scrolling through my Twitter feed, and I see I follow Taco Casa. (laughs) And they mention that, hey, it's July 4th. And on July 4th, we have 99-cent tacos, and there's no limit. (laughs) You can't put limits on tacos. No. So I had... I had six tacos and a Dr. Pepper. He lost six pounds. And I lost five and a half pounds. So, gym story. uh, Guy I work with, I did not witness this, but very reliable source that I work with. May have seen the oddest thing I've ever heard of at the gym. So, and Tommy and Glenn, I'm sure you've both seen this from time to time. The guy that brings his own bag into the gym like not like a change of clothes like he has workout brings equipment. like the chalk and stuff he has like the chalk or like a chain or a band or something oh yeah you know yeah. what i'm talking about does he have the the gallon jug with some mysterious red liquid yes, yes. yeah that, hate that guy. he's wearing a spandex onesie <laughs> i don't know i didn't see the guy but <laughs> my buddy was telling me he's like yeah so i'm watching this guy and he's carrying a bag in like, it's a big duffel bag, but you can tell it's, like, just the way he's carrying it. It's heavier than the normal bag you see people carrying around. Guy walks over, goes to the, I think it was, a like, a bench press bench, unzips the bag, pulls out 45-pound plates that he brought into the gym with him. Why? I don't know. It starts <laughs> loading it up. He brought them into the gym in a bag. They have plenty of weights at the gym. <laughs> I would hope so. Have you ever heard anything? I'm so confused right now. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even know what to say. I don't even say. know what to say. So, yeah. Next time you think you're doing a good bit at the gym. How big was this bag? He said, like, he said that he had two 45s and then, like, some smaller plates in there. But the guy... What? <laughs> smaller plates? The guy walked in with it. And what did he put it on? He put it on like a bench press. Welcome to 50 seconds ago. (laughs) Sorry, I was... 
Checking out what Garrett Cole was doing tonight. Look at it. Yeah, he's doing all right. He's doing okay. After two runs in the first, he got all the way through. Yeah, beating you, so... I, I'm somehow missing out on all those Coors Field runs tonight. I don't understand. Yeah, so uh, that is – I'm astonished by that. That's I, a story I've too. never heard before. Because if you're talking – especially like if you're just doing bench or whatever, there's 45 plates everywhere. Maybe when you're doing bench. Well, <laughs> you know. I just put the little tins on each side. <laughs> that can't be true. No, it's not. I put the 25s. God. Last thing I want to get to before we wind up. You guys all finished with Silicon Valley season? All the way through? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm one short. Oh, okay. okay so I, Hold my, on. Maybe I'm not. How did it end? <laughs> I can't remember. No. What was the last thing you saw? Did you uh, see what happened to Ehrlich? Yeah, Ehrlich got left in the... Yeah, that was the last that, Okay, I have seen yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tibet, got left the Tibetan in, uh, monks. Yeah, and he then, uh, paid them to keep them for five years. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're, then, you're caught uh, up. Gavin dropped off, uh, what's his name, in Jackson Hole. Oh, yeah. And he's Barker. Over. Yeah, and then at the very end, Richard... I, I think I don't like Richard, man. I've kind of done a... I just... I, he's made so many bad decisions. Like, every one of those buyout offers, like... How does he not want to just take the money? Like, what's he being so idealistic about? What? He didn't even look at what Gavin offered him at the end. How do you not take the money? Like, who now, wants as far to as buy you out? Take the money. Like, the actual script of the show, I don't know. But the rumor is that T.J. Miller... Yeah, he's done. He left the show yeah. because the guy that plays Richard wanted so much to be the star of the show. No, that can't be true. And he was making such a play for that that... That can't be true. Where'd that, you hear that? Uh, I read an article oh. on the internet. I read a lot of stuff that just sounded like T.J. Miller was getting, starting to think that he was getting too big for his, you know, it's like when guys leave SNL, you know, or whatever, you know, it's like, uh, they feel like they hit this point where they've gotten so big that he's going to be doing all this stand-up and he's going to be in movies well, and he just can't commit the time. I also think he probably didn't want to be typecast as well, Eric Bachman. he was getting dangerously close to that yeah. because the... They pretty much every movie I've seen him in, they pretty much asked him to play Ehrlich Bachman in the movie. Have you seen his stand-up special on HBO? I've not. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There are certain parts of it it drags a little bit, but overall, definite thumbs up. Did you see when you and your wife went on your date? Did you see the new movie he's in? Will Ferrell or Ehrlich? Ehrlich. How did Will Ferrell come? In? I don't know. I said when Will Ferrell left Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. You guys should stop looking at your phones and listen to me. Go back 50 seconds. <laughs> no, I did not. All right, never mind. You would have to see it. Oh, Apparently, okay. it's like... They're now they're now making... And I don't, I'm not, I guess it's a kid's movie. I'm not sure. Is T.J. Miller Iron Man now? <laughs> but they're making a movie where all the characters in the movie are emojis. So, that's that's where we are. Sounds great. Yeah, we should review well, that. The Will Ferrell movie that I did see the preview for looked interesting. Where the house he, where he starts a poker room in his house. I'm oh, interested yeah, that's in that. Casino, I'm yeah. very interested in that. Plano poker rooms, like son of a. They made a documentary about us. Yeah, but uh, back to Silicon Valley just real quick. I, th- I thought it was a really funny, good season, but Richard's starting to aggravate me a little bit. Starting I think to get as, slightly aggravated with Richard. As long as they. 
As long as they keep around the uh, Dinesh Guilfoyle. Yeah. Jin Yang needs to hang it Jin in. Jin Yang and Jared, of course. Was it funny when Jin Yang dropped Ehrlich off the airport? Yes. And just, like pushed him out of the car. He just threw his bag onto the curb. Did you know there's a Jin Yang Twitter account? I've seen that. I think he followed us. Jin Yang 3000, I think. <laughs> Do you know who that is? I don't know, but there's another account I know of that ends in 3000. I do too. I don't think it's the same person, but whatever bit they're doing, it's a pretty good bit. That's a good bit. Yeah. Oh, Jin Yang. Yeah. Oh, although I would say, I think we were a little over Jin Yang this season. So, Glenn, am, I, am I on the like, island by my um, no, by myself like, on that? Like they how sparingly how would you describe Jin Yang's uncle? <laughs> he was very corrupt. <laughs> Is that how you say it? That's how I say it. <laughs> okay. So I read that. Uh, I think we got two more years of Silicon, Silicon Valley. All right. Yeah. Maybe it'll all work out well at the end, but that's definitely one of those shows that's just like a roller coaster. Like every time something starts to work out, it just crashes and burns every time. It's kind of difficult to gauge one against the other, but this was the first season I watched in real time. Yeah. Like the first three seasons. This was season four, right? Right. Um, the first three I binged. I feel like season four, season four kind of dropped off a little bit. See, to me... I think four was better than three. I thought three dropped off a little bit. Okay. Uh, one and two, I think, stand head and shoulders above. Oh. I'm with you there. One is amazing. Um, but like you, I binged one and two and then watched three and four in real time, so maybe I'm slightly different right. perspective. But I did feel like there was a noticeable drop off in three, um, and then I thought we, they picked it up a little bit this season. But While we're in TV mode, I wanna and I need I may need Tommy to encourage me. I need. I may need you to do the power team. Like send me, help him, text. Just start getting the, some applause going. Yes. So that you can How get- many eggs does he have to eat? <laughs> I am all the way through Deadwood up until the last episode. Oh my! And I can't make myself watch it. Why not? Because there's too much going on. I know it can't get wrapped up. I know from hearing people talk about it that they thought they had more seasons to come. Oh, they definitely did. So it's going to end like very hollow and it's going to piss me off. No, no, no. But there's going to be a movie to resolve some of it though. Like that will eventually happen. Like I was plowing through it and then like I've been sitting on the last episode for it's, three weeks now and I can't make myself You know what? It. It's not as unsatisfying as you might think. Okay, because I've it's heard... it's very like, it's, clear when it ends that they thought they were coming back for another season. Okay, I heard like it's like the most... Un- unsatisfying No, but ending. in some ways, I like that better because I feel like shows where they have to tie everything off real quick, sometimes that feels even more unsatisfying because you're like, oh, you know, come on, there's a whole story arc there and now you just write it off in like, you know, one episode because you got canceled. This is definitely just like a midstream and it just kind of, you know, it has a good ending for that season and then you think like, okay, I think they know where they're headed and then they never head there. So, yeah, I mean, in that way, but you know that, though. I mean, it's been 10 years, so you know there's not another one. But, no, I didn't think I didn't think that. I think at the time, yeah, like if you watch that and you're watching it in real time and then you think, okay, great, I'll get to see what happens next year <clears throat> and it never comes back, yeah, that's a problem. Okay. But I still think they're going to make that movie, although several of the key players have died now. But So did it get canceled? No, I think it, it was a, a situation where the production got so big and it so out of control. It looked like an expensive show to make. 
that they couldn't they couldn't get it resolved, and they had some real high priced talent in the cast. And I just don't think they could ever get it resolved all the way around the horn to make another season. I don't. It wasn't from. It's a good show. Yeah, it wasn't from the show failing or anything like that. I think it was just. It was kind of before its time, you know, like that. The that great movie. Timothy Oliphant. Oh my gosh, Seth Bullock. The uh, is the last episode entitled "Family Meeting." Because <laughs> if what it the is, last episode of our show is going to be entitled. Because if it is, watch it. <laughs> That's the be- one of the best episodes in TV history. Of right? The Shield? There's no doubt. Oh, man. He has the little police car. Man, if you haven't watched The Shield... Gentlemen, we have a severe weather alert. Screw that. I'm inside. I can't be touched. I'm in North Dallas and I'm inside. <laughs> the Shield really is an amazing show. I think after the wire, we might have to just revisit the shield. Yeah, I'd hey, you know what? At least, at least some of the pivotal episodes, I can bring up my my. If we could fancy, watch, which Tommy has seen, my fancy shield coffee table book. Have you? Have I ever told you about that? No, no. Um, at the time, I was working at a ad agency, and we were buying a bunch of. Uh, we were spending a bunch of money on Fox TV networks. Look at this guy. And uh, had the rep come in, and he was, like, asking me. He's like, man, he's like, you know, because they're always trying to give you stuff. He's like, are there any shows you like? And uh, I was like, you know, I really like The Shield on FX. This was in the interim between they were coming back for the final season. Okay. And he's like, oh, that's great to know. I'll send you some stuff. So, you know, a few weeks... Dick Mackey's knocking on his front door. <laughs> a few weeks later, I get, like, three or four different packages from this guy. One is a poster of Dick Mackey. Nice. Which I don't know what I'm going to do Please with that. Please tell me you still have that. I think I do still have it. The other, it's like this really nice coffee table, like oversized coffee table book, but it's all about the shield. Wow. And then the third one was a DVD with the entire last final season on it. This was months before it came out. And the guy like had a note in there and called me and was like, listen, man, he's like, all those like, you know, have some metadata where if you like post it online, they'll be able to track who it came from. And you'll go straight to prison. And you know, he didn't. Vic Mackey and the like, strike team will visit your house. They'll know it was one. <laughs> the I, strike team will show up immediately. He's like, put a grenade on, in between your legs. <laughs> Them. They'll know it was me. <laughs> Stay hard, Land. Portland. <laughs> Tough one. So, like, I, you know, the guy was a nice guy. I wasn't going to do that. But uh, I remember, because I called Tommy over, and I was like, hey, man, I got the last season. Let's watch it. We put it on dead center of the screen. Like, over a third of the screen was an FX watermark. Like, dead (laughs) center. Like, you couldn't even watch the show. And we watched, like, ten minutes. Like, I I just want to watch it for real. And I never watched past that. Now, we'll say The Shield is probably my favorite show ever other than Breaking Bad. Okay. And Tommy introduced me to The Shield. I did. And he, gave he me you to have the DVDs. This all was... was it seven seasons? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The last season uh we probably could have cut it in half. I think they did cut it in half 
for the airing, if I'm not mistaken, I think they did a half and half season. But well, I, I, didn't I like the end, though. The very I end. Did, I no, no, no. Well the, the series finale of the Shield. Yeah, I thought that was one of the best. Is better than any series oh, yeah. finale I've ever seen in my life. You know the story on that is when they pitched it, they walked in and they said, "Here's the storyline for the first episode. Here's the storyline for the oh, last that's episode." That's great. That's how TV should be done. I remember watching that. And Lost would have been a lot better if they had done he, it that Well, way. yeah. <laughs> Lost didn't know how, how it was going to wrap itself up. But they knew how they were going to start it, but not how they are going to end but it. If but if you think about how, how much happened in between, to think oh, they yeah. knew from the beginning. That's well, this guy gives me the shield, you know, all seven seasons. Yeah. He says, watch this. It's, the, it's one of the best shows ever. It'll be the best thing you've ever seen. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> And I pop this DVD in, the first episode of the pilot, and I am blown away. When they're playing Kid Rock Ball with the Bond. <laughs> right. I'm in. Yeah. There's just no doubt. <laughs> Dancing around the living room. But like they they waste no time whatsoever just before they're just it. They're just blowing some fellow cops head off. Which and that's the great thing about that show is what happens in episode one. Is relevant in episode seventy, oh, yeah. or whatever it is. It's every all season tied together. I mean, Kavanaugh, Glenn Close—they're all still talking about what was that guy's name? I'm blanking. But it, I mean, they're always, always. I was just sideways re- at Mackie about that that death. Oh, I can't remember that guy. Yeah, no, I. The, I, the name of Cruz Pasuelo <laughs> will stay with me forever. All I remember is. The Aceveda incident. Oh, the incident. You know what's funny about that? I know we're almost out of time. We're oh, past. We're out of time. We're past our time normal time. The, it, for those that have seen The Shield, they have to know what the Aceveda incident is. Oh, and if you, you don't, can't. I will say this as I've always said. If any of you were presented with that hypothetical, you would all do what he did. And if you don't agree to that, you're lying. You're going to choose that over life. There's no, yes. there's no doubt. And if, you, and if you say otherwise, you're lying. That episode is called the last episode of The Shield that my wife watched with me. Nice. Yeah, same here. I watched that episode at the DFW airport before I got on a plane. And I was looking around and like... <laughs> and then you just had a good conversation with the lady next to you and said, well, what would you do? <laughs> yeah. If you were presented with the Aceveda proposition. And perhaps you were presented with it right now before we got on this flight. What would you do? 